because we are made in the image of God and made of the essence of God, we possess the essential quality of the divine nature. We possess it inherently, automatically, and inalienably. And this quality, this freedom, total, absolute freedom. But paradoxically, we use that very freedom to conceal from ourselves that we are free. <clears throat> we use our freedom in order to not know what is inconvenient at whatever level of consciousness that we are operating, because the universe, reality, being fractal, the same condition exists, whether in the ego, the soul, or the level of the Supreme Self, whose very game is that of self-concealment as the universe. And at the ego level, <clears throat> we repress <clears throat> all the information that does not fit into the conscious belief system. <clears throat> we repress it and then repress the fact that we have repressed it. We use our freedom to make ourselves ignorant. We use our freedom to believe that which is not true so that the ego can hold on to a self-righteous position in relation to other egos while repressing its own recognition of the falsity of that position and the hypocrisy that pertains to all of the beliefs of the ego. And the ego completely represses its true nature as soul, as spirit, as pure consciousness that is not limited to or identifiable with its bodily vehicle or its mental apparatus that programs the vehicle. 
the consciousness uses its freedom to split itself into many fragments so that it can taste every possible experience and lose itself in its objects of desire and enjoyment. And so the occupation of the ego mind is forgetting. Forgetting the truth in order to live in the fictional projections of its own consciousness as if it were an external world and forgetting it is the dreamer of its dream. And so the consciousness has used its freedom to make itself into a multiple personality disorder. It's as if Clark Kent has forgotten he is Superman in order to play that role and doesn't understand why he's wearing this S under his suit, doesn't even see it. But at a certain moment, he disappears and another persona takes over, one that can fly. And occasionally that happens with all of us. and We find ourselves flying in ecstatic states. But then we forget and once again we are a helpless, beaten down, confused, furious, upset ego. And we enjoy the freedom of our forgetfulness because it opens up many options that would not be there for us if we lived entirely in truth. But it also creates bondages of karma, of attachment, of indebtedness, and of loss of the very power that the ego is seeking through the possession of objects, of money, of love, of all that which can be possessed, at least within the apparent illusion of its own projected world. And so, even though we have forgotten and come to disbelieve in our freedom, our freedom cannot be lost. And because that freedom pertains to a level of consciousness that we have forgotten that we are, namely God, that freedom will be given back in the form of the revelation of our true nature whenever the free 
consciousness that we really are, even if we do not remember it, determines to deliver that grace unto our consciousness that reunites us with the self and in a state of complete non-duality, non-difference of God, of world, of internal awareness, of all that arises and all that disappears. And the recognition that we are the freedom that has created and sustained this entire apparent journey through time and space, which is simply the forgetting of our eternal nature. Through a reverie, a daydream lasting lifetimes, in which we have experienced every possible permutation of existence, of joy, and of suffering of agony, of trauma, of loss, of grief, of horror, because we love all of those genres that we have replicated in cinemas in order to have even more input of that self-forgetfulness that produces such variations of experience. Because we are lovers of experience. And so we use our freedom to forget who we are in order to magnify the possibilities of finding ourselves as victims as persecutors, as rescuers, as sleeping beauties and white knights. And we go through all of the mythological journeys in our apparent reality until finally, heroically, we decide to return to the self. The self decides to return to itself from its own self-created illusion. And this is referred to as the end of time, the end of the world, the end of forgetfulness, and the return of God-consciousness to the light, to the bliss, to the transcendent presence of that truth that there never was a world, never was anything but the one absolute, infinite, free, creative power of consciousness. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti. 
recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste.